Hello. Good intro. <laughs> there we go. I like it. <laughs> oh, shit. Sorry. Sorry. I did it for <laughs> No, perfect. I didn't have to come up with that. Hi, guys. You listen to the back of the bus. It's Friday, as it is every week, and we are here. It's Dan and Nick, and I think you might have heard a, a new voice uh, to jump in. Hello. We are joined by our good friend and loyal confidant, party animal. What else to say about you? From the north. He's from the north. <laughs> From Yorkshire. I'm not sure I want you to say anything more about me. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> I think you you guys know way too much and friends will be listening to this. So, okay. Well, we just would... carry on. How are we all doing Friday night? <laughs> I love that you're, I love that you know what anyone's know who you are, but you're on a podcast being heard by hundreds of people. Love that for you. Yeah, I'm, I'm just a fan of you guys. I didn't actually really think this through, did I? No, no. Oh, well, now. we're here now. <laughs> well, hello guys this is sam i don't even think i said your name yeah hi i'm sam thank you for having me on guys big fan of the back of the bus big big fan always love to laugh to this especially in the car usually on a friday morning so it's an honor and a privilege to be here and i hope uh yeah we can make some awkward conversations i mean that is basically the ethos of the back of the bus is we make you laugh on a friday by answering questions that people have for some reason written in and decided they wanted to mm-hmm. ask us and we don't know anything. Mm-hmm. I barely know what day it is. True. No. no. And, <laughs> yeah, and there's some real tragedy out there with your listeners. I can tell you that from this week's. Oh, hello. Whose phone was going off? It was mine. Of course it was. <laughs> oh, of course it was. <laughs> Professional to the end, Mr. Nick Charles. It's, it's great to know that Nick, who's always on his phone, is also always on his phone while he's recording his podcast. <laughs> just for, like, continuity. <laughs> Just yeah, just in case anyone wondered. <laughs> he's a busy man. He's got to look out for those he bookings. Is. He's got those agent he calls coming man. through. I know. I just want to make sure my OnlyFans um ten percent discount was on. That's why I was on my phone. And still, okay. nobody subscribed. Nope, not a soul. You want to drop that down to fifty? <laughs> <laughs> Love that for me. <laughs> So we're going to do things a little bit differently this week because we do have Sam here. Um, Usually we go through um, your DMs and uh, the inbox to see what questions you have for us. We are going to jump back into that next week. So next week we're going to be doing that. If you've got questions, you can send them to me or Nick or the podcast at gmail.com. But Sam, I believe you've you've come prepared with some questions to ask us. Mm, Well, yeah, so... um... Just when I was coming on, obviously mentioned it to a few people and got told a few funny and tragic dating stories. So I thought I'd share a few of them with you and see what you guys would do in this situation. Uh, and as a bit of a twist, uh, we're going to do three. And one of them, of the three, was me. So you guys have to try and guess out which one was my story at the end. Fantastic. As a bit of a fun twist at the end. I just, just letting you know that I'm going to pick the most tragic as you. Well, I, I do nothing less. Obviously, nothing less. <laughs> right. Well, we'll jump into it. Okay. Cool. Awesome. Right. So, um, this first one comes from a friend of ours that we all know. Um, bit of a giveaway that this one's female, so I've kind of shot myself in the foot here. But uh, this girl was on Tinder, and she's 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 an ally, so it counts. Just so everyone knows, big part of the LGBT community. Um, she was speaking to this guy on Tinder for a few weeks. Um, they it was one of the situations where they almost met up and things fell apart. Anyway, one Friday evening, they agreed to uh, go around to his, watch a film. You know, we all know where that's going to go. 
Um, she gets ready, gets in a taxi, uh, goes over to the this guy's address. Stood outside of his building, apartment building. She's ringing him. She's calling him. I'm here and I'm here. And she just gets ignored. Um, eventually, about five minutes later, as she's just getting in a taxi to head home, she gets a text message from this guy basically saying that he's really, really sorry to have to tell her like this, but he's actually gay. And the only reason he was messaging her was because of the pressure from his lad's house, three lads in a house. And it was all a big lead, and he's really, really sorry. Um, and that was the end of that. So my question to you guys is, how do you apply? Firstly, is this legit, or is this just a bullshit excuse? You know, these lads taking the piss out of this girl. And, yeah, and then what would you say to that? I mean, like... Ooh, Ooh that's heavy. Um, okay. <laughs> wow. Nick, you want to you wanna uh. handle this one first? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, let me go. Let me have a go. Um... Uh, that the first thing first, like, yeah, I I totally understand the pressures of be of trying to like pretend to be straight in in you know in that ladsy blokey um mentality. So it Agreed. is. So it, I know what the pressure that must be. Secondly, I I don't know. I think I would have. I don't know. I. I it's a hard one because you don't want to attempt to get fucked, but you also want to be mindful that you know his coming out story might, you know, you know, it might have been hard for him to want to, you know, to even tell her that kind of thing. Um, I would just reply and be like, I would not kick off. I'd have been like, Hey, mate, I'm really sorry. Um, be like, you know what? You shouldn't. I would have best stayed the obvious. You should never let me on. This is wrong. Yada 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 yada. But I would have also reassured him that. He needs to tell his friends what the situation is with, with his sexuality because he's living a lie, and no no one should be no one should be stuck in a closet when they're not living not living the the truth. So, and if he if his reply was really shady, I probably would have gone and t- took his Instagram pictures and posted on the internet and said that he's a cunt. <laughs> I'm glad <laughs> I'm glad you said. You said you didn't say you were going to out him. You just said you were going to insult him, which is nice. Pretty much. Um, So to your first question, I'm just going to assume that this actually happened because, or if, as in like to him, because if it's just an excuse, there's really not much you can do is like men just be lying. So I think if, if I was in that position and in this scenario, I'm a girl and I think I've got like a double D's because I think I'd be a quite a busty woman if I was going to be a woman. I don't want to be busty. I'd want to have like curves a little bit ass well actually a lot ass like i want to walk down the street be like have jazz playing behind me um so just setting the scene for you um yeah, some junk in the trunk a, a hell of a lot of junk in the, like fergie got nothing on me what am i gonna do with <laughs> all that junk in my trunk delicious <laughs> um <Fuck's> sake. <laughs> so what i would do is i would basically be like are you i just reply to him and be like look are you in the house and if he said, yeah, I'd be like, well, let me in. Let's pretend to have a date and let's just chill and hang out and like become friends. Because I'd just be like, look, it's tough enough. Being gay is quite tough if you're in a scenario where your friends aren't letting you that and you're not comfortable with it. And the we as gay men know that the best person to know is a straight woman who loves the gays. She's got to ride. She's ride or die for you. She is turning right. up at everything for you. She is staying to the end of the club. 
She doesn't matter if you pull. She's having a good time because she's listening to Britney and enjoying herself. I would, mm-hmm. if I was, if I was your the friend who wrote this in, I would just be like, look, I have an opportunity here to help you out in the way that I can. And if it gets you a little bit of cred from your ladsy mates because they think we fucked for a few hours, then there ain't no harm in that. And like, start building up that sort of like friendship and support group. So when they do feel comfortable coming out that they've got some something to fall back on just in case those friends turn out to be full-on twats and won't do it. Usually what I find is if you come out and your friends didn't know, they usually, most hopefully most of the time, are pretty chill about it and are just like, they say that stupid straight thing of like, oh, don't hit on me, wink, wink. I'll like, I'll tap your ass playfully every now and then and oops, my dick's in your mouth. But... <laughs> Yeah, you don't you don't you don't have many straight friends, do you, Dan? <laughs> hey, I am I am DL to the end. <laughs> I am a straight no, I'm man. Joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Actually, do I have any straight male friends? That is a question. Mm. Yeah, your manager, your boss. Oh uh, yeah, I have straight male colleagues. <laughs> Does that? Uh, yeah, count? colleagues don't count. No, you have to, you have to be friends with them. Well, I'm not, obviously, I'm not disrespecting anyone who has fabulous relationships with the colleagues. I'm sure that's the case. But at the same time, I mean, would you be friends if you didn't work together? Real talk? I mean, you do make a point. The time we spend together is work time. So, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Um, anyway. I don't know. I just feel like, yeah, that is, that is what I would do. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, well, I think you've both been very tactical there. Um, when I heard this story, I was slightly enraged. I was a bit like, well, that's tight, you know? like. It's to, to get someone there, like to the bottom of your door, seems extreme. You know, if you were going to tell a lie that she was meant to come over and she wasn't, then why would you get to the point of being at the doorway? You know, what does that achieve? You know, or you would just like invite her in and then, you know, pretend you couldn't get it up, go to sleep early, you know, the usual tricks. Like, I don't know, it just seemed a bit shady. In yeah. my opinion. But... I guess I was, I was just thinking about it from his perspective. I guess from her perspective, she got all the right to be annoyed especially if you wanted to get like if you wanted some twanging going on if you wanted them exactly you know if you wanted your flats attended to yeah Yeah, exactly you you just just come home more frustrated and cold and wasted a face full of makeup like it's just a bit tired yeah but anyway oh well we move but i hope that was helpful (laughs) Uh, yes yes well hopefully they'll hear your advice Great, love that. Literally. Okay, so we're ready for another one of the friends and in inverted commas stories. We are ready. Okay, so um, this friend lives in an apartment block with a, kind of a shared corridor on each um, story with kind of four doors and had got to know the neighbours. Uh, one of them um, was a young uh, gay guy who... Um, he'd sit on Grinder, put a face to a face in the corridor and then done some kind of small talk. Um, had a bit of a crush and was thinking, you know, next time I bump into him, I'm going to ask him out. Anyway, a um, couple of weeks ago, found one of his parcels downstairs at the door. You know, good good etiquette as a neighbor is to carry upstairs. So he did this and it, anyway, it didn't go inside for about two days. And from these kind of small talk they've had in the corridor, he knew that this guy was working from home. He knew that he lived on his own. Um, so, yes, yeah, so we just left the parcel out there. 
couple more days went by and this really weird smell started developing in the corridor, right? And it wasn't in like the staircase. It was in like their kind of fire doored, four little door corridor. Um, anyway, it started to really, really bother him. Next day, another parcel comes. Okay, so by this time, there's now like five days worth of parcels popped out of this guy's door, right? And this corridor is developing this really weird smell, okay? This friend this is, literally... This is not going this, where I think it's going. This, this, yeah. friend, this friend literally said to me, like, on the phone, I think my neighbor's dead. What shall I do? What would you do? Girl, if you don't get your ass in your flat and mind your business. <laughs> but I mean, I, oh. I know this. Like, I'm, I'm good friends with my neighbor. He's just had a baby, him and his wife. He works at the hospital. Really nice guy. You know what I mean? And especially if you fancied him, you know, you'd be paying an interest, wouldn't you? So it's kind of a bit stalkery. But also now, it's just built this image in his head. This guy's like dead in his bed, rotting, literally, like seven days later. Mm. So I had this sort of happen because our neighbors had a parcel outside their house from about boxing day till i'm gonna say three weeks ago and for a long time we thought they were dead so we just would lift up like the postage stamp and have a little smell um, <laughs> in it legit <laughs> yeah but they, there was he wasn't he like he turned up and he'd just been stuck in scotland the entire time so he came back so he wasn't dead but we had to mm-hmm. ask ourselves what do you do if you think your neighbor's dead and i just i don't know the answer I would live with two other guys and they were like, well, you call the police, you call the fire brigade to like break down the door. And I was like, you get back in your house, you mind your business. Eventually <laughs> somebody will work it out. I know, but every single story that you ever read about, you know, some old woman getting eaten by cats, it's always a neighbor that finds them, you know, it's a person that has that kind of, you know, if you don't have any family or you live in a different city to your family, that kind of day to day interaction comes from strangers, you know, like you feel a moral guilt. Well, I would anyway. Is um, is the guy still on Grinder? Has that been checked? Well, no. So that was the first thing that was checked. Okay. It hasn't been online, but the conversation was quite a long time ago. So we were past the point, you know, where you could see if they've been online recently, because you know, like, so hadn't hadn't been online basically. Um, yeah. So then, like, what what's 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 your next step there? Hmm. Uh. Um, you know what? I probably would have um just get like a something to like look through the letterbox to see what was going on, the name it movements. Um yeah. secondly I probably would have called the cops because um if you mentally smelling something that's disturbing the fucking peace, you don't need that stench stinking up and the, the and the smell of dead ain't cute. Mm-hmm. And if the smell of dead ain't cute. No. So I probably would I I don't know. Me being me would have called the police, but I could also be like, I don't give a fuck and just mind my own business. But I probably would have called the popo after like, if if I think, considering if I know for a fact that scent is lingering for minutes on end, it means it's definitely mm. time for, you know, to call the popo. I kind of have to agree with, with Nick. If I haven't been in that flat, I'll call the police. But if I've been inside that flat in the past and that is a dead body laying there murdered, I'm not going to prison. So I'm sorry. I'll, I will call people you know, I know you know, and be like, look, can you check on da-da-da? Because I ain't seen them. I'll go ask around to be like, does anyone know yeah. this boy? But yeah. when the authorities come, yeah. I was not involved. You can yeah, find my DNA the... and ask me then, and I'll give you my alibis because I, yeah, I ain't been it... in that flat. Yeah. 
That's all exactly. I'm saying. I don't have an answer beyond that. You know the boys of color are going to go down with the popo first things first. So, all right, I guess someone who is from a Caucasian or other background to go check. I'm, I'm going to my it. white female neighbor <laughs> and I'm saying, madam, please call the police. <laughs> <laughs> right now. <laughs> Literally, yeah. Just just play some really loud music at Harper's Eleven on a school night and see how long it takes the police to come. Okay, well, I feel like that one's quite unresolved. I'm glad that's not my question. Otherwise, I feel like you haven't got to help me out there, guys. <laughs> I feel like Bitch. I'd still be stood in the corridor smelling the smell worrying. We told you what to do. Find a white woman. Okay. Find a white woman. Okay, yeah. I'll pass that on. What does un- unsolved mystery shit? Not for me. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, not me being Agatha Christie. I'm going to get killed. <laughs> not me. <laughs> Fuck Nancy Drew. <laughs> not Ridiculous. Fuck Nancy Drew. <laughs> Nancy didn't do anything. <laughs> ah, fuck's sake. Fuck's sake. Sorry, Sam. Oh, Next one. <laughs> God, I can't cope. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Are we? Are we? Are we? Are we ready for our last piece of advice? Yeah. The yeah. Final. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. I don't drink. <sighs> okay. So. Um, <laughs> Dad, are you okay? <laughs> he's not okay, is he? Oh God! Come on, keep it together. Just <laughs> keep going. I'll catch up. okay 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 so um next one this friend is out on a first date and um go for a walk um and so there's there's the two of them and there's a small dog with them um on this first date um they've kind of they've got one each actually um these sorry they got these two friends have gone these friends gone on a date they've got both got a dog. They're both taking the dogs on a walk. Obviously, great icebreaker. Both got little dogs. Um, so anyway, one of these little dogs goes to the toilet on the floor, and this friend pulls out one of those little bags that you know you pick up dog poo with. Uh, goes to pick up this dog poo, and at the exact moment that is kind of reaching down to grab it, a gust of wind takes the bag right off their hand. And their hand goes straight into the dog poo. So by this point, they're like kind of over your knuckles in your nail beds, kind of stuck I'm their done. hand in, I'm in done. this poo. Okay. That was okay. the back of the bus. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. <laughs> no, 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 no. It gets better. It gets better. Okay. Oh. So then, so then, in like sheer panic, you know, we've all been in these situations where you make terrible decisions under like huge social pressure. Flicks the hand to the side puts empty fake bag in the bin and continues this walk kind of hand behind the back staying on like the, the, the wrong side of this date like walking down this street now trying to just keep keep it together what what the hell do you do because obviously you've walked off now I mean, that's the nail in the coffin as far as I'm concerned what the hell can you do in that situation other than admit you've just been walking around with poo in your hand um okay okay Uh, um okay so whoever this is did the correct thing you 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 had one chance in that one moment to acknowledge that you had shit on your hand 
that you went <laughs> that you went four fingers deep into a dog turd was right at the moment it happened you turn to that guy and you're like holy fuck the wind just blew the bag out of my hand i've touched it with the hand and you're just like you accept the awkwardness of the moment together if you didn't do uh-huh. that you flick that shit out you take that <laughs> you rub it you try and clean it as much as possible and you do not mention it until you are married until you lock that shit down <laughs> and it is legally difficult for them to leave you do you ever mention that on your first date you've fist fucked some shit just it no you can do a lot in life by just confidently walking through a situation just like know, i'm right? styling this out i'm getting to the end i've <laughs> doing what i came here I to do but oh, wow 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 go on nick go on nick what, you're, you know what? what are you saying uh, i sorry um uh, sorry, I think my my fish is drowning. I really have to go. I left okay. the stove on. You bail. You bail. I'm, I'm bailing. I don't know. I, I physically think that... I think I... Listen, I can't even handle sm- walking in dog poop. Much less touching it. I'm good. I'm out. Sorry. Oh, sorry. My dead, my dead, my dead, my dead catfish needs to, you know, be buried tomorrow. It's important. I have to go... My great great aunt ashes need to be, you know, buried, throw it away into like something. I'm out. I'm I see. Out. Have you, have you guys ever had a dog? Uh, yeah. I have. Because I, I say I have some pretty horrendous like dog muck stories that happened to me just by like owning a dog. Like I feel like, for example, <laughs> there was one time when I took um, it's not even my dog; it's like my, my housemate's dog out uh, for a walk after we'd had a, a lot to drink. That's probably the nicest way to put it and i did exactly the same thing went down to pick up this this bear in mind i'm outside in shorts and a hoodie and like sliders and socks and i go to like pick up this dog poo and obviously my drunken stupor i hadn't tied the bag and i was holding it upside down so this poo basically fell onto like my foot so only when I got inside and took my sliders off did I realize that my sliders had like a perfect my socks had like a perfect white band with just like dog poo all down the rest of them. <laughs> oh, and I feel like that happens to dog owners, or it just Mm-mm. happened to me. I think it must happen to dog owners. This the story sounds like how people get into scat play. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. there's a combination oh, no. of like there's poo, there's dating, so there's a bit of romance, there's adrenaline because you don't know what to do. I think I need to know who this person is because I need to know if they've ever asked someone to shit on them or specifically to not clean themselves out while they finger them. <laughs> no, no, to be fair, I don't, I'm not going to reveal, I'm not going to reveal this person's identity because they'd never no, forgive me. No, no one needs that. <laughs> but this person has some exceptional stories. In fact, if you could ever talk them into coming on as a guest, like they could just reel off the last 12 months and you, we'd Love have two, three episodes. It's amazing. But Love that's that. T- so, so, so the the summary of that one is that you'd both style it out. And, yeah. Uh, no, well, no. Dan would style it out. Nick I'd finish the date. Even. Nick would leave. Yeah. <laughs> Nick yeah. To, would have to go. Uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, my Uber. My Uber just happened to arrive out of nowhere. I didn't even book one. Oh dear me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know it's. I know it's kind of not the dumb thing in this format, but I actually know what happened. Do you want to know what happened? Yes, I want to know what happened. Okay, okay, so this person was actually much braver than any of the three of us would have been and passed, like, some mums on a bench and just quietly walked up to this mum without, you know, just 
kind of left the boyfriend walking and talking, sorry, this date walking and talking, and then has gone over to this bench and said, hi, please can I borrow a wipe? You know, from one of these mums. These mums like, oh, of course, hon. And like whipped out a few Pampers wipes and like kind of managed to clean it up as she was walking. Yeah. That wouldn't be enough so, for me. I'd be Lady Macbeth yeah. with the blood on my hands. I'd be washing it for a month. <laughs> but at least, at least, at least you wouldn't have, you know, the, or, the smell following you. That's the only, you know, if you were going to carry on the day, I mean, you can't, at what point do they just wait for you to go crusty and pick it off? I mean, what do you do? <laughs> I think you chop the hand it. off. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll be a sec, I'll be a really sexy amputee. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It's all about confidence. Exactly. Exactly. I think I'm a little scarred from that one. Yeah. Are we allowed exactly. to guess which one was you now? Yes. Um, um, please go check on your dead neighbour. Yeah. I, Jeff I, that must be you. That was so <laughs> me. <laughs> I know where you live. So I have, was I was putting two and two together. I was like, hmm, this song's familiar. Wait, is this currently happening? Uh, no, it happened last week. <laughs> do <you> want... <laughs> no, do you want to know? It, it has all been resolved. Okay. Um, oh. I feel like I'm ruining all of this by explaining these things. But anyway. Yeah, they already um, listened to the first bit. So what you guys both missed, which what what I did was, well, I'm my housemate, you know, it's a group effort. We went on um, socials. So basically took the name off the parcel, which was outside, full name, went on social media. Obviously, I'd seen this guy in Grindr probably 12 months ago, kind of early 2020 pre-lockdown so I, I kind of remembered his face and I'd seen him in the corridor so and eventually scrolling through we'd gone through all of them I think it was Twitter in the end that we found this guy and therefore his handle and like the nickname that he used online we then managed to find his Instagram from that and he was at home visiting his mom for Mother's Day for the week <laughs> and he wasn't dead and it turns Love out that it turns out the smell was some maintenance thing from like the like you know the grid where all the pipes are and, like, oh yeah oh yeah all, all the yeah so that's stuff, yeah that's right next to his door and then there were some workmen there so we we're, we're kind of putting two and two together and realizing that we overreacted slightly i still feel <laughs> like <laughs> i just still feel like at some point in this story me or nick will get arrested yeah yeah they definitely know they definitely so the, the med police go listen to the podcast and they'll be like right we know who their people are and we know mm-hmm. their socials and that's yep. it game over well it's it, no, this, this this is now our alibi you know love we're talking that. about yeah exactly <laughs> oh i love that but yeah so so yeah so that was fun guys that was fun <laughs> That, that was, was fun. fun. I hope that uh, people are going to laugh as much as I normally laugh at you guys and your tragic tales. No, it's different because we've never had we never had people tell us tell us stories on our, on the podcast ever. So it's nice to, especially in the back of the bus. So it's nice to have someone um, come in make us indulge in their stories. It's cute. And that was yeah, that yeah. was some mess. That was the mess. That, that was, was actually a mess. Beautiful mess. <laughs> well, do you know, the best one was, it was a, c- a couple of weeks ago and you told a listener's story about the, um, the one that had seen the mate's dad on Grindr and were basically like the morality of hooking up with your mate's dad. Do you, rem- do you remember that? Obviously, of course you do. Yeah, remember. yeah. And I literally remember listening to that episode again in the car. Like, I listened, I listened in the car and I remember just thinking like, oh my God, like, if I ever actually come on with these guys, there's going to have to be some juicy stuff because that is, <laughs> that is pretty damn good. It was messy. We're, 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 it was we're... a lot better than Shelley, who I still remember, Shelley. I know. And you're Shelley. writing... Have you guys ever had anal sex? Like I'm some yeah. kind of idiot. 
Shelley. <laughs> Go on, come on then. As like as like a final segment, what's the worst question that you that that, that people have written in oh, to you guys? Nice like, question. what's the what's the one that you've read and been like, as oh. if we would even tolerate that? Uh, there's two ways of going about this. So there's ones where it's like, can we be? Let's get a little bit more exciting. Shelley, have you ever had anal sex? Which yeah. now I think about it, Shelley might have been 15 and like a, a quiet girl <laughs> and she was like, listen out and I made her feel really bad. So I feel bad about that. And then we've had some which are, which are quite serious. And I, yeah. I'm a little bit like, why are you asking us this? There was one I remember about um, about a guy who was really, un- like got really insecure around his hot best friend and was getting really okay. scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, really yeah, yeah, I remember like, this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I About was just, going out again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I was like, I could try my best to say nice things, but yeah. <laughs> normally people ask us about dumb sex stuff. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was because like... Because the friend always gets the attention, he always gets air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Which yeah. Was, was... I mean, it was nice to, to answer something that's slightly more serious and hopefully be supportive, but yeah. that did... Mm-hmm. That did make me think, oh my God, can I actually give genuine advice to somebody who would like it? <laughs> Literally. I know. Just, I know. I know you too. It's like, so. I think the one, I think Mike, I think the question that stumped me was the guy that was sleeping with his dad's friend in the, in the, in the truck. That really stumped me. That took me a little while to answer. I was like, cause then I was like, cause he wanted, he wanted the, he wanted the dad's friend. That he he mm-hmm. I don't think he was out to the dad yet either, mm-hmm. and he, and the dad and the dad's friend had a wife, so it was all kind of messy. And we were I was Heavy. like stumped, and I was like I can't answer this. We did, but at, I remember coming off the recording, thinking to myself, how the fuck did I just advise something <laughs> that I don't even know how to handle myself? I mean, I, our advice to that one was <laughs> stop trying to be his boyfriend, but keep having fun. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> literally. I love yeah. that as well because I know you guys really well. So sometimes people write in, like, I've listened to these questions and you read them out, and I'd be like, oh my God, don't answer that. You'll ruin the poor kid's life. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Please, please, please just reply to some of them and say, like, professional help, please. You know, like, <laughs> Like, you know, we we don't think that slaughtering you on our hilarious podcast is really going to benefit this situation at all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, on that note, if you do have any questions, do feel free to write in. Um, yeah, Sam, do you, um, do we let the people know where to follow you, where to find you on social media? I'm sure a few people want to connect after this one. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, yeah, I'm Sam Taylor 58 um, on basically everything. So that's handy um and yeah like i said i've just i'm just a big fan of the back of the bus i think it's really funny and it cheers my week up and i've been pestering you guys for ages to come get involved so i'm just honored and privileged and i hope that everyone's had as much fun as i want to know who paid for this free promo because i need to tell them to up your check <laughs> <laughs> yeah my agent will be in touch right now love and this that is, and this is this is all being vetted by my team before it goes live yeah <laughs> yes no it's just out to the world oh well thank you sam thank you yeah honestly thank you for coming on i'm sure we're going to do this again because i had a blast on this yeah no thank you guys honestly thank you so much it's been an honor awesome no worries so guys that was the back of the bus um thank you for joining us you can find me at dan james ldn on instagram and dan james ldn on twitter you can find nick at i am nick charles on twitter and nk.charles on instagram you need to sync those up baby can we just have one (laughs) Hey, no, because I am, because because fucking I am Nick Nick Charles is, t- is take on on fucking Instagram. 
idiots. And you find the 82 podcast at the 82 podcast. You know what our one request is? End of every episode, we say it. Just tell one friend. Just tell mm. one. Fr- we bring our friends on the show. Tell one friend. Exactly. That's all we ask. And we'll be here indeed. on Wednesday with the 802. Yes, indeed. Until then, we will see you soon. Bye for now. Bye. Bye.